It's the True Penny Show with your host, James True Penny. Starting with Hello and welcome to the Penny Show. My name is James Trupenny. This is my show, and today, Ashley Rose Nova from India Empire Magazines joins me to discuss Kazuna Road. So, first of all, how are you, Ashley? I am fantastic. Excellent. Hay fever out the way because mine's flaring up like a bastard. <laughs> uh, I, I have a little bit of it, just a just a tad, just a touch of it. Not not yeah. as bad as uh, the last time. I was on. Yeah, Yeah, that was pretty bad. Oh, good. All right, then. Well, we looked at Kazuna Road Night 10 from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, We have uh, some great matches for you to to discuss, or two particular ones we're looking at. Um, The Kazuna Road Tour is kind of like, it's a tour between stuff. It's kind of between Best of Super Juniors and between the G1 Climax. Sets up a few things. It's usually an interesting store. We haven't looked at it before, but I thought, Ash does like New Japan at the moment, and she's available, and I like New Japan when we're available, so let's go watch New Japan, because that's what we do on the Truth in the Show. We like things, and we watch it. So, the Night 10 was from Sunday Sendai Sun Plaza, home of one Sendai Girls. They're the other promotion that promotes here. Usually get similar numbers to New Japan as well. That's interesting. <laughs> With no TV. <laughs> so, um, um, I actually did not know that. I, I had yeah. no idea about that. That's that's interesting. Sendai girls. Um, I think they've pulled. I'm sure they pulled 1700 there before sometime last year. Uh, Sendai girls coming to the UK on March, July the 27th in Manchester. Uh, that's uh, cross promoting with uh, Fight Club Pro. That's the return leg from Fight Club Pro doing their show at Curricken Hall in January. Uh, I'm actually going to that event, so we might have some recording to do from there. Uh, but yeah, so Sendai Sun Plaza looked pretty full, um, as I as we saw, uh, and no English commentary because this is a lower, uh, this is a lower, this is a lower uh, kind of uh, profile card. A few people having nights off, one thing and another, but it's pretty mm-hmm. stacked. So it opened up with Tenkoji Hiroshi Tenzan and Satoshi Kojima. They defeated Yoshitsuji and Yuji Nagata in eight minutes forty-four seconds. Guess who took the pin? from one of the greatest tag teams of all time. It would have to be Yotosuji. He was on a hiding to nothing as the young boy. Perfectly serviceable fun match. Uh, Tenkoji looking a bit more on song than they have done lately, though. What do you think, Ash? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I, I want to say that match into what you said it was. Did you say it was eight minutes? Eight minutes, eight minutes seconds? 44 seconds. Yes, yeah, about the average length for your New Japan opener. With, yeah. with the dads in it anyway, certainly. Yeah, no, I mean, it was good. It was good for eight minutes. I didn't have any complaints. I mean, I thought the event overall was was a good event, you know, especially for it being like a, you know, just a, a card or, you know, an house event show, in between. Yeah, yeah, it's a house show. Let's We'll call it what it is. It's a house show. Um, it's more or less it's a Rev Pro house show displaced 4,000 miles east. <laughs> I, interesting fact, you know, both of the Rev Pro titles were defended that night as well. So indeed, we will talk about them later. But yes, what's yeah. the match? What do you think of this particular just a, a big dad's fight? Really, I guess. I, mean, I don't really have anything else to say because it was just eight minutes. Nothing else to say. I mean, you can't really get much done in eight minutes but you know it, it was a great opening match you know it really got the crowd going i could tell so. okay then 
we move on to the next match. It was a te- it was a lot of ten- two ten man tag teams, <laughs> ten man tag matches on this particular card. Los Ignorables de Japón, Bushi Evil, Sonado, Shingo Takagi, and Tetsuya Nato. They defeated GBH, Togi Makabe, Tomiyaki Honma, Kota Ibushi, Ren Narita, and Shota Umino in 11 minutes and 6 seconds. Ren Narita and Shota Umino showing all the promise that they have at the moment. And this was actually a bit of a corker and told of a bit of a story as a fallout between Evil and Tetsuya Nato as we move towards the G1. There has always ten- been tension between the number one and number two guys in LIJ especially when it comes to winning championships, and that tension is starting to show. What are your yeah. thoughts, Ash? Um, that one, I mean, that match was pretty good as well. Um, you could tell that there's, you know, clearly some issues going on in LIJ. So, and there always is around G1. That's nothing new. LIJ will still stick together. You know, I'm a firm believer in that because they're loyal to each other. But when it comes to G1, it's every man for themselves when it comes to LIJ. Yeah, you've got uh, Evil is in Block A, and Sonata is uh-huh. in Block A. Block B. Oh, yeah, he is in Block A. Sorry, not Block Nine. B. And Naito, Naito is in Block B. That's so, what I was thinking. Yeah, the uh, Sonata-Evil rematch from last year will happen again. So, yes, yeah. uh, definitely interested to see what happens with that particular faction. Then. Uh, but, yeah, the... I, so I said, all right, I could watch LIJ do tag matches all night, and it'll never be boring, ever. Yeah. <laughs> great, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're great at tags. Um, I've never been a huge LIJ fan, but, I, you know, they are they are good, though. I, so that, that's I, personal preference, though. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I haven't, but I like the way they've been designed. Like yeah. they all have this, all of them have this link back to being outsiders or considering themselves outsiders of the New Japan system, even though they're not really. Well, I mean, obviously Chingo Takagi is, but Sensenada is. The Bushi and Evil are Dojo boys. Tetsuya Nato is a guy that kind of took them under his wing. Um, so yeah, it, it's I like the way it's been built as a faction, and I love watching them tag wrestle as a tag team because they're just incredible. Um, I'm a chaos guy, top to bottom, always will be. But uh, yeah, LIJ, I have a sneaking respect for the ungovernables, I do have to say. Right then, we move on to a tag team match. The Gorillas of Destiny, your current ROH and IWGP tag team champions, lost to Juice Robinson and Mikey Nichols of Chaos mm-hmm. in this Life Force Chaos faction crossover tag team craziness. Um, yeah, um, in a kind of like throwaway match, really, but it did yeah, mean it was, filler. It was uh, made made whole by the fact that Mikey Nichols and Juice Robinson will have an IWGP tag team title shot down the line somewhere. Now, me and Sai were talking a couple of weeks ago about the fact that the New Japan tag division is G.O.D., Evil and Sonata, Tenkozy, and anyone else that can bang together. And here is a team they have banged together. And we kind of liked LAX to join New Japan Pro Wrestling at some point to give mm-hmm. a run for their money. It looks like LAX have big money offers from AEW and from WWE, so they won't be coming, unfortunately. But it would be nice if New Japan could do something with their tag team division. Uh, maybe bring Briscoes in for a tour or something, but just do something with it. It's a bit different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, Nichols and... Uh, Robinson actually did have a title match, but that was that was just recent. 
That was that was seriously like yesterday. So we'll talk about that eventually here on the True Penny yes. Show. Yes, yes, but, but they but they did have their match though. They did. This was a, like a lot of this stuff still was happening on the Australian leg of this particular tour, uh, mm-hmm. the Super Show down under, which was yesterday. Great uh, show, fantastic event, show. Which was main evented by Robbie Eagles versus Will Ospreay. Didn't get a chance to watch that today because I was watching this. So we might have a look at it next week. Um, we probably will do actually. We'll give it we, time we to settle. We have, we we've should. got that. We've got that and Fighter Fest as well to have a look at. So we're going to be pretty busy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no. I know you're not keen on Fighter Fest, but we should give it coverage. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, I still covered it, you know, for the site and everything. It's it's not that it was Fighter Fest was bad. It's just when you go and you watch New Japan Live. And then yes. you go watch another promotion. It, you kind of were like, well, I, I knew Japan was really good, you know, this morning. <laughs> and I say morning because morning, my time, nighttime for you, obviously. No, so, no, morning for New Japan's in the morning for us. It's, uh, for you? We, really? Yeah, yeah. We have. What like, time does it air your time? Depends on when the show is. If it's like a G1 afternoon show, it'll air at six o'clock in the morning. If it's like more like um, Wrestle Kingdom, it'll start broadcasting around about nine in the morning. So it's yeah, depends morning on, for you. Yeah, yes, yeah, morning it, for us. Yeah, five thirty, five thirty in the morning for me. So right, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, it'd be nine o'clock start for us then. I would think. So yeah, yeah. So. No, Fighter Fest wasn't that wasn't bad. <laughs> for everyone listening, it wasn't that it wasn't bad. It's just that I had I had watched the Melbourne show for uh, New Japan. And the Melbourne yeah. show was really, really good. It was. Like, all the guys were on point that show. And that audience was, was lit. I think as well, it's one of those things, like, um, I watched a lot of AJW from the 1990s, and I still watch a lot of Joshi and stuff. And everything else mm-hmm. just looks like it's in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Joshi's always that. really good. I'll watch Nas Academy card, or I'll watch um, a Sendai Girls card, and then I'll watch even a New Japan card, and I'm going like... So right, so it's one of the reasons why I don't watch as much Joshi as I used to because it just blows everything else out of the water. And you've got when I watch as much wrestling as I do, you have to have some building blocks to see it make it all fit together. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Juice and the Juice and the God were well, God were a little bit off song together, and hence the win for Mikey Nichols and Juice Robinson. As you said, they got a title shot. So we'll talk about that next time. But the actual match itself was perfectly passable. It was never going to tear trees up. It was eight minutes of filler. But it kind of like told a story and got you to another place, which was kind of what this card was about. But it was good for what it was. Yeah, it was it was just trying to get you basically to the Melbourne show. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, next up was Chaos, Kazuchika Ricardo, Tomohiro Ishii, and Toru Yano with Jushin Thunder Liger and Tiger Mask. Did you ever think you'd see the day Jushin Thunder Liger and Kazuchika Ricardo tagging together? These are strange days indeed. Uh, they defeated the old enemy, Dookie, Lance Archer, Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, Yoshino Kanemura of Suzuki-gun uh, in another bit of a thriller. Not something you expect to be that good, but actually was really, really, really good. Tommy Ishii mm-hmm. taking out on Dookie with a, uh, with a um, oh, what's it called? The brain buster, the avalanche brain mm-hmm. buster. And yeah, it was thoroughly enjoyable. It built real excitement into this match, really enjoyed this match. Um, I've actually missed one out, so we'll go back to that one in a second. But yeah, yeah. I was actually going to say you, you, we we missed. Uh, yeah, we missed the Bullet Club one versus Chaos. We'll go back to that one in a second. But that yeah. was really fun. I really enjoyed that one. It was better than I thought it would be. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, this one was good. I, I enjoyed it. You know, I, you know, but maybe I might be a little biased because, you know, I've always liked Jushin Thunder Liger and Tiger Mask. So I pretty much enjoy the matches all the time. Um, <laughs> it's very hard for me to point out a match that I dislike from them. Um, no. But it was, it was, it was a 11 minutes, 53 seconds, you know. Um, I want to say you I, got the win in that one, right? Yeah, I did. Also, I like the fact that Tai Chi wasn't in it much. That usually improves things. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was not in it that much. That is true. Yes, and Minoru Suzuki being Minoru Suzuki. Minoru's angrier than normal, uh, if that's actually possible. Um, yeah. because Because he's not in the G1, and he blames New Japan Pro Wrestling for passing him by, and he's taking it out on New Japan Pro Wrestling all the time, even more. I'm not mm-hmm. sure where I wanted, whether whether I wanted Minoru Suzuki in the G1, or just to see him destroy people for weeks on end all the way through this tournament, just being angry and beating people up, which yeah. I think he's going to do. Yes. <laughs> which is what he was born to do. All right, but prior to that, and I made a mistake, Bullet Club <laughs> chased up Jay White, Taiji Ishimura, Yujiro Takahashi, and with Gado defeated Rapongi 3K, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Toa Henare in 11 minutes and 8 seconds. I have to say, saw on Twitter this week, uh, Ricky, Robert Gibson, Ricky Martin, Ricky Martin from um, the Rock and Roll Express wearing a Chase Owens t-shirt because Chase is one of his protégés. And I was I like, that's like really Chase cool. Owens. Ricky Martin, sorry? Nothing. You Nothing. don't like Chase Owens? I have never liked Chase Owens. What's wrong? <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> my, my, I'm sorry, you know, things, things change, okay? <laughs> but uh, uh, I mean, it's it's a shame, you know, that Chase doesn't get as many singles matches because I think he's a lot better as a singles competitor. Um, I would disagree. But, with you there. I think he's one of the best tag team wrestlers in the world. I think well, he does deserve more singles runs, and the single run he had against Juice Robinson and in the New Japan it was good. Was stunning. However, I say he's the best tag wrestler in the world today. That's my personal take. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, it's fine. I, I just don't. I, I mean, I wouldn't say he's the best tag team wrestler, but I mean, he is known for being in tags a lot. Um, it's just, you know, with, uh, <laughs> it's at the point where it's like I, I've seen Chase so many times. I mean, I, maybe I just want something a little bit more new Different for him. From him. Yeah, I think that's all it is. I, I just, I, I want something new for him. But that's my just, personal preference. I just like the fact that he kind of got the job on a whim uh, because they needed somebody and they liked him because he was reliable and he turned up and he did a good job and he was professional and he kept trying and he kept trying and eventually he gets he essentially gets Kenny Omega's spot in New Japan Pro Wrestling because Kenny leaves. It's just like that's brilliant. That's just amazing. That's what should happen. You know, that's like Let's not compare apples and oranges. Oh, no, no, no. We're not not going to compare Chase Owens to Kenny Omega. (laughs) (laughs) He was the golden side chick, though, wasn't he? (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and I would also point out that, I mean, like, I genuinely think Chase is one of the best individual tag team wrestlers there is because he wrestles with, uh, he tags with Yujiro, and he's brilliant Mm -hmm. with Yujiro. He was awesome with Kota Ibushi, and he was awesome with Kenny Omega. In fact, I actually think Kenny Omega and uh, Chase Owens was better than Golden Lovers. That's me. Didn't have the same emotional pull, obviously, uh, <laughs> but actually, technically, as a tag team, 
I thought they were more watchable. But that's just me. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's just because we've seen the Golden Lovers for so many years. I think it's least, I think that's I think, all it was. Um, I you, and I, you and I are immune to it. We were immune to the Golden Lovers. You know, a lot of people were, like, really excited about it. And I was like, yeah, I, I saw it coming. Oh, no, no, no. I was not immune to it. I was not immune to it. I, I have whole theories about that. <laughs> oh, you... Oh, you have theories about it? Oh, yeah. Did the, there is a thing called the Troop. Have you not heard of the Troopy, Troopany Conspiracy, Ash? I, I'm never, I was never on that. Okay. And I, I, I was added later. <laughs> okay. You know, um, Effing Boring, you did the big long thread on the Golden Lovers Conspiracy Theory. And sorry, the Golden Lovers History. Um, she was in the documentary about Kenny Omega. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So she, hang on a sec. There we go. Um, she, one of our listeners, um, talked about, can you hear me, by the way? Ash, say something for me. Yep. Can you hear me? Oh, hang on. There we go. Ah. Oh, dying on me. That's better. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Right. Yeah, where was awesome. I? So yeah, she uh, wrote, theory. So one of one of yeah, one of our listeners told her about the Troopany conspiracy and it became a much bigger thing because of her. Um recognizing it because she's obviously a much bigger like person in the golden mother stratosphere than I am. But my theory was the Kota, when he left New Japan the first time and went and did the Cruiserweight Classic. Mm-hmm. My theory was he was doing it because Kenny had just joined New Japan and he was letting New Japan, letting Kenny become a bigger star. But when he came back after the Cruiserweight Classic, he would be a bigger star from being in WWE. Kenny would be a bigger star. So when the Golden Lovers reformed, it would have an even bigger impact. And my theory was he'd worked it through with Gato and Kenny. They'd had this entire kind of like conspiracy theory together and they'd worked Triple H and Vince McMahon to allow him to do the Cruiserweight Classic. And then when they'd given him, a, they'd offered him a contract to go to WWE, and he wouldn't sign it. Uh, <laughs> and Emily from Pro Wrestling Eve believes it's because he couldn't find a fax machine in Florida. And, <laughs> he couldn't find a fax machine. That's funny. Because they're big on faxes in Japan still to this day. Couldn't find a fax machine. That's the reason why he didn't sign it. And also because my personal conspiracy theory is because he was actually waiting to go back to New Japan after the Cruiserweight Classic anyway. Gotcha. Okay. Um, of course, Emily does know Kota quite well because it was in um, uh, <laughs> uh, XWA in uh, London in Bethnal Green where Kota set fire to himself on the car uh, using fireworks. Uh, which mm-hmm. made it to the late show, but that was Emily's uh, production promotion work with Progress WA. Uh, gotcha. By the way, Emily, Emily and Dan have a big day today. It is, in fact, a Wrestle Queendom, which I was trying to get to but couldn't get to this year. It's Wrestle Queendom two at the York Hall right now as we speak. We're just going yeah. out for the main event, so I hope they're having a good, good day because Dan and Emily are awesome and they do listen to this show. So I hope they're having a good time today. Anyway, uh, where was we? Uh, yeah, so back to Bullet Club. Chase Owens, Jay White, Taiji Shimura, Yuji Takahashi did win. What are your thoughts yeah. on the matchup? Now we've taken apart Chase Owens' career and the Golden Boots. <laughs> uh, uh, Jay White Anything won. else? 
Jay Wan, Blade, Blade Runner, 11 minutes, 8 seconds. It was a small show. However, Yujiro's, uh, um, well, how can we say, female friend was there. And they usually don't yes. pop her unless they're in Tokyo. She must live in Sendai and wasn't demanding that much for their expenses. Yeah, I was surprised she was there. That's a good point. Yeah. I was surprised that she was there. Um, yeah. No, nothing. Like I said, nothing against Chase Owens. I've just never been a huge Chase Owens fan, but I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure his family loves him. I'm sure everyone loves him, but he's just not for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Jay got Blade Runner on Tower Henry in 11 minutes and 8 seconds. And now we move on. Obviously, I got the order wrong, so the, the next match, match was... Six. Yeah, it was Chaos, but the Kazuchika Ricardo, Tommy Yoshi, Tori Yano, Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask versus Duki, Lance Archer, Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, Yoshinubi Kanemura, 11 minutes and 53 seconds, which was very, very good. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the first championship match of the evening, which was El Fantasmo, and he defeated Braisuki Taguchi in 24 minutes and 4 seconds of a thoroughly entertaining match. Um, mm-hmm. Just Fun, fun, fun from beginning to end. Phantasmo being a dick. Raisuke Taguchi trying every uh, ass-based offense, as Alex Watt would call it, he possibly could imagine. They came in from all angles. There was butts flying everywhere. Essentially, with these two, it was like watching a non-naked porn film. Yeah, because they're like that. But it was just fun. Just not a particularly great technical wrestling match, but exactly what this audience wanted. They lapped it up. Um, I will now give Ash a moment and I put appropriate backing music underneath it after the recording. Well, I mean LP <laughs> LP said he was uh, he was gonna prove that you know he lost by fluke, which he which he did. He lost by fluke, uh, so uh, it was a it was a good match. You know, it was fun. It was, you know, it was really good for a house show. Yeah, title match. You know, and it did have a sixty minute time limit. It did end in less than half the time. I, I will point that out. <laughs> well, none, none of these two matches were going to go for sixty minutes. Hey, like the hey, hey. It was. I know it wasn't going to happen, but I just wanted to point that out. How you just want El Fantasma to be a 60 man. That's what you want. No, no, no. He doesn't need the 60 minutes, okay? He doesn't need it. <laughs> the 24 minutes was just enough. Okay, okay. Fair enough, then. All right. One with the CR2, 24 minutes, 4 seconds. I'm done. Okay. You're done. I'm done. I said I would, I said I would tone it down for this show. <laughs> <laughs> Since uh, since that response from the last show I was on, I, I said I would, I would turn it down. I will be on my best behavior today. Hormones in check. Yep, everything's good. We're good. Everything's good. Right. Okay. Uh, reta- uh, he retained. He retained. Yeah. He didn't retain. He <laughs> red pro. You know, it's the United British Cruiserweight Championship. The United States British. <laughs> <laughs> I think Repro should have a United States Cruiserweight Championship. It's, so. uh, the cruiserweight I think it's long overdue. It should just be the World Cruiserweight Championship at this point. He, he did, did say he was going to defend it everywhere. Well, to be fair, 
these undisputed British championships, there was an undisputed British championship that went through all the promotions that were talking to each other, it lasted about three years before they all fell out, obviously. And that comes from the lineage of that, because there was obviously in the UK is like 200 promotions. Um, and someone said, let's have an undisputed British championship. And RevPro, I think, were one of the organizers of that. And it went through all the different promotions, like each promotion had it for six months or so. Um, which was not a bad idea, but it's just it, it was just too. It, it was before people came up with the idea of like you don't go to a wrestling show, you go to a Ref Pro show, or you go to a Progress show, or you go to an ICW show, and the brand became the important thing rather than the wrestlers. Even though, like a couple of years ago, literally all four of those companies had the same roster. <laughs> Did Ref Pro have a show this weekend? Yes. Uh, Am I crazy, or did I see that? Uh, you know what? I should out. know. I should know because I wrote the card. I, I I wrote about the card on the site, but I'm so lost from you know because you know things have been crazy at, at the you magazine. Do. Yes, they have. There's been lots of stuff go up on the website this week. Uh, uh, going up next week, and the magazine is out. How's it doing sales wise? Uh, we're doing okay. Uh, we, you know, I got some notes back. Uh, the site we're doing very well just for being open for how long we've we been open like a week, week well, yes. over a week. We're doing yeah. very well for being open for a week. So I think issue two is going to be great. I think everyone's going to like issue two. And yes, Rev Pro did have a show yesterday. Yes. I was not crazy. No, it was ungovernable in Manchester, which was headlined by Zach Saber Jr. Um, we won't tell you that because otherwise we'll tell you the results of the main event. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I was like, I should know. I, I put the card up on the site. I wrote about the card. Um, yeah, we're doing okay. We got some, you know, we got some notes. We got some feedback. We'll talk about that after after the show, obviously, between you and I. Mm -hmm. But so, uh, the site, we're doing very well. Excellent. And All right then. We're in like a we're in double digits in K's for one week. Excellent. That's a good start for a startup show. It's a website, I must admit, even though, you know, I work for them. But yes, it, it is really, really cool. Right then. I mean, event of the evening, Rev Pro Undisputed British Heavyweight Championship. Zack Sabre Jr. defeats Yoshihashi in 20 minutes and three seconds. This match was also for a slot in the G1 Climax as Yoshihashi yeah. was here. And he missed out on this match. Having said this, this was a Yoshihashi I want to see on a regular basis. He was trying very, very hard. And Zack Sabre Jr. is friggin' Zack Sabre Jr. He's absolutely awesome to watch. I would literally watch him wrestle a paintbrush for hours at a time. Long, long live Saberism. That's actually long what I Saberism. <laughs> I chant that now every time I accomplish something. Uh, our next Prime Minister. Um. <laughs> long live Saberism. Yes. Very enjoyable. Yes. Uh, very much so. Great closing match. And um, yeah. No, let's let's face it. Zack Sabre Jr. was above him and he was correct. Do, if I say do, so. you, do you think this will draw us closer to a socialist utopia? Mm, uh, my opinion? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But Probably. yes. Great match. Everyone needs to see that match. 23 minutes and three seconds. Won by submission, of course, because he's a yes. submission expert. How yes, else I... would we win? 
Yeah, it was really, really good. And like I said, but Yoshihashi, it was, he's tried really, really hard. We've, we've moaned about Yoshihashi being mit and missed all year since he came back from injury, but he yes. has been pretty fantastic in the last couple of weeks. His fans seem to have hit a groove. And, um, you know, as working as a babyface, there couldn't be much of any people you'd want to go against more than Zack Sabre Jr., who is a brilliant dick. Um, oh, and, yeah. Yeah, and does that job here really, really well. His post-match promo, I'm getting buried with this belt. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, strong style is dead, long live saberism. That's uh, quite a thing to live up to. But yes, excellent, excellent match. Um, right then, uh, that pretty much wraps us up for Kazuna Row. But we did say we were going to preview the G1 and at least get Ashley's thoughts on the people who are in the G1. The matches were announced on the 16th of June, that was uh, late last week. We got the final slot, slot sorted out because, of course, Yoshihashi is going to be and not going to be in the G1, and it is going to be Zack Sabre Jr. So let us go through these names in Block A, and you can give us your thoughts on each person. So my first person in Block A is Lance Archer. Your thoughts? Yeah. There's, eh. more, eh, there's better people in Block A. Come on, let's go to the next one. <laughs> Evil. Evil. Yeah, I think he did it right to himself. I mean, you just got, I just didn't get my opinion on Lance. I think Lance will have some nice matches and get six points and be well happy. Evil, I think the only reason why Lance is there is because he's from Dallas. <laughs> and the first yeah. shows are in Dallas. Um, and he's done a lot of um, pre-production and backroom work for them in Dallas. And I think he's yeah. a bit rude. For, yeah, no, for nothing against him. Um, it's just compare, when you compare all the names in Block A, I remember um, the moment it was announced, I was like... That's a pretty strong card for Block A. Yeah, and they can't all have 15 points, can they? So it's good, but someone's, someone's mm -hmm. has got to give. And I think Lance is going to be the person that gives. But yes, Evil. Sorry, Evil. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, no, no. No, it's perfectly fine. Every right so, it's your show. You're welcome, <laughs> welcome to interrupt me at any time. Uh, evil. I mean... I have, I'm really, really torn on block A, to be honest with you, because I don't know who it's going to go to. And, usually, and well, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, there's usually like one strong block and one weaker block, like, like last year, but they're both really strong blocks. So yeah. carry on. Yeah, no, you're right. They are. Um, but I just think block A is a little bit more appealing to me. Uh, evil, I don't think he's going to win it, to be honest with you. Uh, but. He's always very good at G one. We'll give him that. So let's we'll go to the we'll go to the next one. Who's the who's the next name? Bad luck, Farley. Um, I'm saying probably around about ten points. He's not going to do well. I, he, I think he's going to give two. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll be the year, second last, one. They they, won't, they can't run him like they did last year on disqualifications all the way through because that angle's finished with, and it won't make much fun to watch again. I think yeah. he's actually going to have to try. And he's got weight to be able to do this properly. So I think he's going to have some corkers with Akada. He'll have some really good stuff with Sanahashi and Sonata. He might struggle with it to make good matches. But Bad Luck Farley versus Jack Sabre Jr. is going to be interesting to see how they deal with each other, I think. Yeah, um, that is going to be interesting. So, Farley, for you? Uh, I, I, uh, I think he's going to... I, I think he's going to give. I don't think he's going to make it very far this year, to be honest with you. Okay, then. First of the big hitters, Kota Ibuki, former Inspector and IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship champion, 
I've got to do well in this tournament. He's got to stamp his authority. Finalist last year. Can he step up to the main event? He's been getting the big push. A NATO versus Ibushi in the final. We've seen it three times this year already. That's a likely, mm-hmm. for, the, likely for the final. That would be outstanding, I think. Yeah, so. no, it will. I, I and I, I agree with you. He he's got to win this. He does. But uh, I, I don't. You, you want the? Well, I don't want to skip too far ahead of the names. I'll I'll talk about it when we get there. Okay, then. Next up, making his IW's New Japan, well, not his New Japan debut, but his first full-time roster appearance for, for Kenta as he comes Kenta. to New, comes back to Japan. Um, never been in the G1 before. Doing well in the Global Honored uh, Tournament over in NOAA. Um, and he's an outstanding wrestler and a big, big, big name in Japanese wrestling. Yeah. Uh, could be out of his element, but look at so many cool matches he's got. Look, he's got... You know the lineup on this this particular block is is outstanding. So he's going to have nothing but cool matches, and I'd be interested to see if he picks up where he left off. Because as he said in recent interviews, Hideo Tami is dead, one with Kenta. Mm-hmm. So I I'm glad that that's the name you went with because I was actually going to talk about Kenta, and I stopped myself. <laughs> um, since it's been you know quite some time, you know, and especially you know as far as with G1 and Kenta. I've got a feeling he's going to make it to the finals. It's a gut feeling I have. It would be. It would make sense because they're like not going to waste the money they spent on him, are they? Yeah. No. Absolutely not. And you know what? I. I'll. You know. I don't care what he says. I want to see Kent in the finals. I do. So there. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> and also the fact, like, I think they also want to prove the fact that they can book Kenta better than WWE did. Um, which oh, could they be can. People in this tournament, to be honest. Okay, then. Right, next up is Kazuchika Okaylo, the current IWGP heavyweight champion. Well, he's winning this, obviously. I say this every year, and eventually I'll be right. <laughs> but it would be difficult for him to win the New Japan Cup and the G1 in the same year. I'm still mm-hmm. saying Okada's my favorite to win, though. What are your thoughts, Ash? If Kenta was not in this block, I would have agreed with you. I would have said it would, have, it would be Okada. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If Kenta, if I wasn't going, you know, for Kenta this year, I could see Okada winning. Okay. Him okay. or maybe Sonata. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a possibility. Sonata seems to be stuck in mid-card hell, though, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, next is the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, William Ospreay. Um, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I said... I do like Will Ospreay as a wrestler, but I can't help the fact he's going to say something stupid every two weeks and then blows my mind again. So this I, week's like this week of, yeah, this week's banger from Bill was um, that he said everyone in WWE's come, anyone in AEW, AEW or WWE has come from New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I'm like, your fiance wrestles for AEW and has never been in New Japan Pro Wrestling because they don't have a women's division. What are you talking about, Will? Um, but yeah, anyway, that's, that's Will. Um, yeah, I think he will do well. I think he'll score 12 to 14 points, but I don't think he's going to win because he's still a junior heavyweight and I can't see him beating Farley. Um, I can't see him beating Archer because Archer, he always wins to Archer anyway. So yeah, exactly. I think, I think you're going to get a classic British wrestling match between him and Zack Sabre Jr. But, um, I don't yeah. think I win it. I, 
I don't think he's going to win. I don't see him winning it either. If he does, I, I think he'll lose the, the junior heavyweight belt before then sometime during in between. But, um, no, I don't, I don't see him winning. When you look at all these other names in block A, I don't see it either. Zach Sabre Jr. is the next person on the list who I can see winning it as the outsider. I think that would be interesting. They've done a lot with him this year. He did win the New Japan Cup last year. He was finalist in the New Japan Cup this year, or semi-finalist, I should say. So I think Zach Sabre Jr. might be your man this year. Um, he's my outsider, aside from Mikado. On this block, anyway. What's your thoughts, Ash? Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I can see Zack Sabre Jr. winning that as well. Uh, that I'll agree with you. Now that I look at the, you know, because I'm looking at the names too, because I wrote the list down as instead of, you know, having, you know, the intelligence to just copy it from the site, I wrote it down when it was being announced. <laughs> out of excitement. <laughs> um, well, hopefully he can win the G1 Climax and there'll be a general election called and he can lead us to a new uh, brighter future inside the European Union, though I think he's anti-EU. He's a long-time Labour supporter, so I don't know where we'd be. I'm sure we'd be much better off than the current situation of having the likelihood anywhere. of uh, Boris Johnson as Prime Minister of this country, because that's going to be awful. Um, Have you seen our president? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Boris, exact, exactly. Boris is like, Boris is like the privately educated, well, no, Trump was privately educated. How can I put this? Boris is pretty much the same as Donald Trump without the entrepreneurial, the perceived entrepreneurial ability. Um, and he has the um, decision-making qualities of a palm tree. Um, as I put it on Twitter this morning, I would trust my year fives at the primary school I work in more than I would trust Boris Johnson to make a decision. And they have the advantage of not being racist, sexist, or homophobic. Anyway. <laughs> it's funny because it's, it's, it's true. Oh, yes. That's the it best part. Very, very true. Anyway, yes, where was we? Jack Zach Sabre Jr. Uh, obviously will lead us all to a uh, socialist revolution sooner rather than later, we hope. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I see him, I could see him winning, you know, a foreigner winning. Yeah. I could see that, uh, too. Oh, yeah, she mentioned, by the way, foreigners winning the G1 Climax. Ricky Chiosu retired, has started his retirement tour this week, the Power Tour. Um, we'll probably put some coverage for that in next week because it's like so many big wrestling cards. Next week's show is going to be a bit of a quick roundup show, I feel, of everything cool. Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of wrestling's occurred, like in the there past, has. like just a few days. And then we've got a lot of stuff going on just in the next few, the next upcoming days, too. Yes. So there's about three New Japan cards to catch up on this week. There's the Ricky Chosu retirement card from Kurokan Hall, which featured Tomohiro Ishii, a former student of Ricky Chosu. That's the reason why he wasn't in Manchester and nor was he in, nor was he in Melbourne. So he stayed home for that show. Um, yes, it's going to be interesting next week. Right. Where are we? Sonada. Mm. Now, I had two strong showings in the last two years. This will be his third G1, I think. Um, Hmm. I have a feeling he's not going to do that well because there's too many big names in this book in this group for him not to do so. Can't all have 10 points or more. So someone's going to go riding and I think it's going to be Sonata, which I'm really sad about, but I can't see anything else happening. Yeah, if he was in block B, I think he would have a good advantage. Yeah. Um, anything else you'd like to say about Sonata? No, I've said it before, you know, that would have been my other choice, but, you know, looking at the block, that, you know, and 
that's what I, I even announced that on Twitter. I was like, man, block A is going to be the block to watch this year. I mean, it's always, yes. you know, there's, there's always a stronger block, you know, we, you and I both agree when it comes to G1, but yeah. block A is going to be probably the best block to keep an eye on. If you're going to watch G1, you know, you know, I know some people don't keep up with G1, you know, how we keep up with G1 or any of the tournaments, but I'm, you know, I'm going to recommend them to watch block A because that's, that's going to be the block to watch block B. I wasn't too impressed with the names on there, but yeah, I mean, I'm sadly, I, I hate to agree with you on that, but, <laughs> but a part of me does, you know, hope that maybe he'll get off, you know, get off that mid card or get out of that yeah. mid card and he'll, he'll actually maybe end up in the finals of block A. That's my hope, but you know that's wishful thinking. So, well, we shall see. We're going to get uh, probably some outside help for G1 this year, as we always do. Full coverage of every show. I'm going to see mm -hmm. if we can organize, it, see what names we can pull out of the hat to ensure we actually get every show done this year. Uh, last year we had uh, Mo Chatter came from the Daily Mirror. He came and helped us out, and it was kind oh, of okay. the debut. The debut of Christie as well. She uh, did a long haul on the G1 last year. So we'll see who's available this year to come and help us out and make sure we give you full coverage of every tournament match in the G1. We like to do that because it's kind of like one of the things we do. <laughs> Much to the rubs my own back. I do have to go up a mountain halfway through this. I have to go to Manchester, learn how to drive a car and do lots of things. But it will all be good and it will all happen. And we will bring the G1 as best as we possibly can. Right then, uh, where are we? Hiroshi Tanahashi, that is the last person in the group. Um, Currently held together with sticky tape and hope, as usual. So we'll be interested to see what he does this year. Uh, again, I think it might be, I mean, we've written him off before and he's had stunning performances. Last year, he wasn't going to go anywhere and then he ended up winning G1. So I don't that think... That was a surprise. I don't think we're going to go back to back, though. I don't think he can win the whole thing twice. I think he'll show well in his group and miss out on the last night like we've done so many times before. Um, but that's me. So what are your thoughts on Hiroshi Tanahashi? Agreed. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, I agree on that. Uh, okay, then we go to Block B, the uh, former Never Open Weight champion, the former uh, Ring of Honor TV champion, Jeff Cobb. Uh, he was in Block B. He's the start of New Boy for the G1. Astoundingly mm -hmm. good wrestler and incredibly strong presence. Glad he won't be in Ring of Honor for three weeks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's going to be good. And I'm really intrigued to see how he will go in this particular environment. Seems like his kind of thing. What do you think, Ash? Yeah, I, I think so. And I don't know why people give Jeff Cobb a hard time. I, I don't get it. I mean, he's a good wrestler. I mean, I mean, from what I've seen on, you know, wrestling Twitter, I don't see why they give him, you know, such a difficult time. I don't see it either. He's, he's a good guy. He's funny as well. He's got a good promo. He's athletic. He can put good matches together. I don't think, I think he's got things he could improve on, but I don't think he's horrible. Yeah, you know? he definitely is not. I mean, we've seen horrible yeah, Tai Chi's in this block. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> the only good thing about Tai Chi is that, you know, when he does his mid-like strip dance, we know how yeah. far the match is going to be over, True. you know. <laughs> That's True. the best part. We're yeah. aware when it's going to be over. Okay, then next up, Hiroki Goto of the beautiful hair. Um, Christy, I'm sorry. Uh, I will say this now. I'm not sure our chaos friend is going to last that long in this particular company, because actually, though the A group is stronger, it's still a pretty you know, 
crack on group of wrestlers. And I think Goto is probably going to get a couple of big wins, but I'm saying eight points. I don't think he's going to pull off the miracle of another final like he did a couple of years ago. What are your thoughts on Hiroki? Agreed. I agree. Because you have like Jay White in there, you have Shingo in this block, you have Naito in this block. I, I agree too with you. I don't think he's going to go past eight points. All right, next matchup, Tomohiro Ishii. Um, he's usually the glue that holds the G1 together, and uh, I can see him having some big wins. I want to see him wrestle Moxley. I want to see him wrestle Takagi. I want to see him wrestle Juice Robinson, actually. I think that'll be an interesting matchup. And Cobb, he's the guy I'm watching in this particular uh, block because Ishii in the G1 is absolutely pure magic. He's never going to win it, but he is going to put in the performance of a lifetime every night. So Ishii is going to score big, but I think he's going to have some big matches in the process and take some big scalp. I can see him beating Moxley, for sure. Yeah, I, I can see him doing that, too. All right, then. Sorry, Karen. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it broke up a little bit. Uh, what else do you think of Ishii? Do you think he's going to go far? Or do you think he's going to score points? I think he's going to score points, yeah, definitely. And I, I think you're right. I think he can take on Moxley. Yes, which you will have to do. So. <laughs> he, he has to. Someone does. Well, yes, they all do. Because it's a random <laughs> all... tournament. Anyways. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just because um, nothing, you know, against Moxley, but I know everyone's like high off of Moxley right now because, you know, it's, it's you know, it's, it's the trend right now, but I... I would hate to say I don't see him winning block B, but I'm probably I don't wrong either. because I'm probably we're probably wrong though because you know he is what's you know currently quote unquote hot right now, so they may end up letting him have it. But I, I really hope he doesn't win it. I I think he's defending the U.S. Championship at King of Pro Wrestling against Robinson in a rematch myself, but well, that's just me. We'll see, or maybe Jeff Cobb. That could be interesting. Anyway, Moxley, I think he'll do okay. He's not going to do badly. He's going to score big because he's the best heavyweight champion, so he's going to have to score big. Right then, mm-hmm. next, the big hitter of this particular group, Tetsuya Nato, the current IWGP Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion, looking to win the tournament once again to get the crack at Wrestle Kingdom. And you kind of got to say, Akada versus Nato at Wrestle Kingdom has a ring to it, doesn't it? They've got to go with it sooner or later. Why not now? Oh, yeah. No, that's actually who I predict to win Block B. Mm, so that's, that's my prediction, though. I think the key thing is, is he going to win the whole thing? I can see him winning Block B, but is he going to go all the way and take on a card at Wrestle Kingdom? Because that's six months of promos, and that's the story. That. That gonna, yeah. yeah, so the rematch, and, you know, has he got a card as number this time? He's taking so long to get back to the mountain, and we'll see. Oh, yeah, Juice Robinson. Um, mm, somewhere in I, between. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, I cannot see Juice doing well because there's too many big names in this particular grouping. He's going to be the plucky underdog who tries his heart out, and he's going to get eight points, and that's like he did last year. And I think that's yep. going to be good enough for him to hold his place on the card. But they love him in New Japan, um, and I think he's going to be okay whether he does badly in this tournament or not. He's going to have a job for life because he loves New Japan and they love him back. Uh, anything you'd like to add? Nope, I agree. Eight points. Uh, tai Chi. Tai Chi? Yeah. 
Takagi. Shingo Takagi is uh, going to be all right. I think he's going to do well, but he's the junior heavyweight amongst the heavyweights. I think he's probably not going to score that many points. Agreed. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much it, really, uh, with Shingo. Mm -hmm. Jay White. Now, Jay White has to do well in this tournament. He had to have at least 12 to 14 points like he did last year. If he wins the block, that cements his leadership in Bullet Club, and I think he will be fine. Um, but I also, I do think that he can have, suffer some losses and get away with it. I could see him losing to Ishii and losing to Moxley, but sneaking wins over everybody else. And I think it could be interesting. Uh, but I think he has to have a strong, strong showing. What about you, Ash? I was actually just, um, I was actually just adding points to. Yeah, no, he he does. I think I think he'll I think he'll end at twelve points too. Just looking at the names. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm kind of hoping he does beat Moxley though. I I feel like he might. That's. I I do feel like he might actually beat him. Yeah, I mean, but, this is the interesting thing with the G1 because you brought Moxley into it. He's, he is like bringing it, it, it. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It throws off your prediction as far as what could happen. Yeah. Um, okay, then. We'll, we'll see there. And finally, last, but by no means least, the G1 master himself, the sublime master thief, if you will, Toru Yano. Um, well, obviously, he's going to win 16 points and win the whole thing. Okay, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> I can see be that between him and Naito. I do. Roll up after roll up after roll up after Left roll up. After roll up. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's just, I'd just like to see that. And then Wrestle Kingdom main event, him versus Akada. Roll up. Yeah, I know it's like IWGP every Handful of hair. Good G1. Handful of hair, handful of tights. It's going to be amazing. Anyway, that is the G1 coverage uh, for today. Well, G1 preview. We'll probably get another preview weekend talking to our other guests next week, I hope, when we do a roundup of all the news in Japanese wrestling because it's far too or independent wrestling generally because there's far too much on. Um, I will have to call it for today. But I'd like my thanks to my guest, Ash Rosenova of Indie Empire Magazine. Thank you very much for your time, Mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no problem. I will talk we... New Japan. <laughs> Where can we find you on your in social medias? Ash Rose Nova, that's N-O-V is Victor, A is an Alpha. Um, pretty much every social media site, I'm there. Okay, you can find me at, well, at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. You can find the show at Troopany Show on Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook at The Troopany Show. Please find us on Patreon, where you can keep The Troopany Show free forever for everyone. Also, you can work with our partners in the Empire Magazine, and you can find them on the web, as we've just discussed, and you can find us on Twitter too. You can also find our other partners, powerslam.tv, and get a free month when you use our code MULLETWATCH uh, to get a month off their service. Lots of cool stuff, early progress stuff going up there now, uh, lots of Rev Pro stuff up there, lots of Sendai Girl stuff going up there, three of our favorite promotions. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Take care, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Laters. Thank you.